0: This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Magnet Mound. I'm Vinny. And I'm
1: Lionel, here to bring you Magnet Mound. Pornhub stats show the bush is coming back. But you've been rocking
0: a landing strip. Who can keep up? Stop chasing the trends. Whether you want your twat as bald as Professor X or so thick that he needs a machete, Magnet Mound is your set it and forget it solution our in-house doctor
1: surgically installs a magnetic plate right above your cooch. Then our special metal fibers simulate pubes. Sprinkle them on to dress up your box using
0: our Etch A Snatch app. The Etch A Snatch app comes with preset designs or you could draw what you like. With an easy press of a button, bam, you're in the 70s. Bam, you're in Brazil. Bam, you've got a full man chill. It's a pubic revolution. And for guys, try our Wooly Willy app. You are just a minor, day surgery away from the most electrifying grooming of your life man hello and thank you for cracking a road soda the first podcast to be played in space on this episode, is there a difference between the zoo and jail? Tripping stories from strangers are not as exciting as you think, and Space Force is just as exciting as you think. As in, maybe it's not as, I don't know, we'll see for yourself in the Millennial Book Club segment. We have a beautiful episode coming up here. Maybe you're wondering to yourself, now why is it just Isaiah on, a, on, on the microphone? giving me the introduction. Well, I'll, I'll give it to you straight and I'll give it to you clean user error. That's all it is. It's, um, the, uh, the intro and the wrap segment on this episode have been lost to the wind and that is all my fault. I take full responsibility and, uh, it's due to, you know, I use a different program, when we record with everybody than when we, uh, record alone or when we do the commercials or whatnot. And, um, that, that, that program functions a little bit differently than the other one that we use. And, um, sometimes I, I make mistakes. I exported the files as I normally do. Uh, but there's an extra step when you're using that program. And, and I neglected to do that extra step. And I, I take full responsibility for this, uh, for this thing, but you know, that's, that's as much as I'm willing to, to account for. This is a very fun episode. We have everybody, we have Justin, we have Christy, we have Greg. Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Cause I mean, why not? First, first of all, I, I feel terrible. The intro that we had recorded was this beautiful thing. We had all this great stuff we had these calls and everyone listened to the calls. We had Grant called in and the can opener called in and it was just a such a special, wonderful thing. And then it's all, it's all just gone just like that because I, I don't know how to use the editing program or the fucking program. Fucking, I even hate saying the word program. I feel, I already feel like I'm like I'm a boomer. Like I'm a, my my parents. I don't know. I can use the program. Uh folks. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I want to keep this short and sweet because it's just not as fun when you're just listening to me speak. It's just me. Nobody wants that. Nobody you you need the whole fam damnly there. You need everyone hanging out and having a good time. And so, uh, well, well, we will listen to those phone calls on the beginning and the intro of, an, of the next episode. And hopefully with a little due diligence, we will not have this error any longer. Thankfully, the rest of the show is fine. Uh, the, the news segment, the Craigslist segment, and our Millennial Book Club segment, all great, all perfectly fine. So without any more of this bullshit... Let's move on to the rest of the show, but how about another word from our sponsors? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by the Euronomics Piss Patch. Swing, bada, 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 swing, swing, bada. Man, these seats are great. I'm sorry, man, I gotta get up. I I gotta pish again. Are you all right? Sony the second inning. It's the beer. Why aren't you going? You've had just as much as me. I don't need to. I got this. What's a nicotine patch got to do with anything? It's a urinomics piss patch. Turns my piss into a neat foam. Keeps me from missing the game. Oh, is that what's all over the ground in the away team fans in front of us? Cool, right? At Urinomics, we have created a patch that turns your annoying pee into a fun foam. A powerful chemical compound targets your loins, humanely altering the molecular structure of your urine. You will still feel the sensation of needing to urinate, and you will still excrete waste. Except now, you can do it from anywhere, even your seat. Good for long drives, sports games, concerts, jury duty, or any time peeing is a concern. Warning Do not let children use piss patches, they make it a condition called the semen struggle. Keep uric foam away from eyes. If your foam does make contact with your eyes, do not flush. Foam will turn back into piss. Foam can also be used to clean glass stovetops and de tarnish. The Urinomics Piss Patch, a Popco brand. Here's the news. Yep. Zip. That's this is we got some news for you up right on the tippy top. We have some uh monkey news paying homage to Carl Pilkington's monkey news from the Ricky Gervais podcast. Ready, this comes to us from the new Indian Express. This alcoholic and is like in quotations, monkey in Uttar Pradesh will serve life term in captivity. That's a nice way of of saying in prison they should start saying that for people
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you get life in captivity
2: mm-hmm. over
0: a period of time the monkey became alcoholic and when the home that's just a excerpt ready uh, ever heard of a monkey begin sorry ever heard of a monkey being given a life sentence the Kanpur zoo has a monkey which will remain behind bars for all its life what about every single animal in that zoo
3: I didn't do shit <laughs> I didn't do shit do you bucket, think like, no wait do you think years? you yeah. think there's like an owl lawyer that's trying to like get people out of the zoo like <laughs> now my client did absolutely nothing
0: and I can prove it it's, is that a, uh, I don't think
1: that'd be an owl lawyer
0: I think an owl th- lawyer would just be like wasn't there a? Um, what cartoon was there where it was a, uh, a horn, Leghorn. Was he a, was he a lawyer he was a rooster a rooster yeah I say now i, I got to say, say your I say, honor yeah. your honor ma 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 I do declare I do declare my <laughs> client my client was was uh apprehended and thrown into this zoo on a as you call it you might call it a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should start calling prisons too. <laughs> and they open it up, and we're all allowed to go and walk through Can and watch. look at him. And he killed 14 people. Oh my
1: God! Don't right, tap out, though. Now that I'm reading forward, this monkey should be executed. This
0: monkey should be executed. Gangland oh style. Ready? The monkey named Kalua, very fitting, <laughs> is a native of Mirzapur district. He was bit. He has bitten over 250 persons in Mirzapur. That's about uh 249 more than like a pit bull's allowed to bite. Right.
3: And also <laughs> <laughs>
0: and also it says that
3: one died.
1: Yeah. Uh person was bitten in 1987 and she's now 95 and she
0: is dead.
3: Well, no, I want and to know, you know the what? Thing. I want to know if it died from an infection or if the monkey went for the jugular. That's Which what I want ripped to know it out yeah.
0: like it like it was some kind of
3: zombie.
1: Yeah. Is <laughs> I mean, that supposed to be like superhuman and like or is that just like chimps and orangutans? I mean, shit?
3: comparatively? I think any Little, animal is crazy, dense, muscular. Like, have yeah. you ever tried to hold a cat that doesn't want to be held? Good fucking luck. Not just because of the claws, but they're strong, man. They're strong.
0: I have had cat, cat? cats that do feel like sacks of bones, though. That's true. You get them some cats. There's some breeds, like the, the ragdolls. Mm-hmm. They feel like a sack of bones. If you, you get, you them, know them is? against it's the wall,
1: equilibrium thing. If you go to throw them down, they just know how to adjust. So you got to fake down and then... Pfft. Up and against then, the wall. Yeah, that'll that'll get him. So that's how you cool cat. Yeah, down. that'll make you resign
0: from your committee job. <laughs> that's a fucking callback there. According to the reports, Kalua was a pet monkey of a local occultist who would regularly give him liquor to drink. Yep. Fucking occultist. That's, that's what great. happened. Yeah. Over a period of time, the monkey became an alcoholic, and when that occultist died, does that mean the occultist wasn't an alcoholic? And he just, just just turned his monkey into yep, one? Kalua like. stopped getting liquor and became aggressive. That's when he became aggressive? <laughs> Not the 250 bites prior. Jesus Christ. As he went on a biting spree and created a terror in Mizapar, forest and zoo teams were called in to catch the monkey. This is This is kind of crazy because they do have wild troops of macaques that just run yeah. cities uh, that's like the most common article you see in these Indian newspapers not really
1: in Kanpur though you know what i mean Canper, <laughs> it's a nicer business centers and like yeah.
0: there's a target it's a much nicer area. This
1: is this is a, a scandal for Camper. I it think. really, am. Yeah. I it's just want like to I want
3: to end that news section with the fun animal fact of the week. Please, there's like a ton of examples of um, animals getting intentionally drunk or intentionally high. Oh, yeah. in, in the wild, uh, gorillas like mountain gorillas in in northern Africa will eat bamboo because they can't digest it and it'll ferment in their stomach and they'll get real fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever see like we have a um, oh my god a Brazilian pepper. And it's actually a berry, and it's an invasive species. And birds, especially robins, will eat the berries because it makes them drunk. They get so drunk they can't fly. They get all rocket, just like humans. They get really, really drunk, really loud. They want to have sex, and then yeah. they can't fly home. <laughs> like, and, you know, and yeah, um, they get tickets. I've yeah, never heard to. that, but mm-hmm. I know they are a super bunch invasive. Of
1: like my old neighbor lives next door to me. Mm-hmm. Is like you got to cut that shit out. You see that right there? You see the red. Get yeah, it Get there. it out of there. And, then, of and, there. Then, and then
3: lastly, like uh, jaguars and like different big cats will eat, um like jaguars specifically in South America will eat like the vine that they make ayahuasca mm-hmm. from and have DMT trips and roll around on the ground. Yeah. Because and when then, you uh, make Jesus. ayahuasca,
0: you mix it with an MAOI inhibitor and yeah. they, big cats or cats by nature don't have any MAOIs. Yeah. So it just doesn't digest and it fucks them up. And then, I know uh, bears will also eat fermented apples. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think dolphins will will gnaw on uh, puffer fish, like they'll they'll, they'll oh, fuck, yeah, they'll you're fuck right. with the pufferfish right. fish and make it blow up, and then they'll just like bite down gently on it and get the poison. They'll get high that way.
3: Yeah, and then like a lot of big cats will eat mushrooms and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's really and crazy. And, and you know
0: what? The crazier thing is is when they have a population of animals that do it. So there's a population of monkeys that do it on this uh, like Sandals Island, right? They noticed that the, the stats for which monkeys are like teetotalers, which monkeys are fucking aggressive alcoholics, and which monkeys will drink like every couple days and just get a little drunk. It fits perfectly with the statistics of what people do. It's like the same percentages. Like this percentage will just drink till they're drunk. This percentage will never drink and this percentage. Isn't that crazy? It, fits it is on crazy, like the man. same kind of bell Yeah, curve. it's
3: like on a genetic level. It's very, very uh,
0: interesting shit. What's next? What is next? Can
1: we take a quick two seconds? I'm sorry. I'm off schedule, man. I'm What's going schedule. on, bud? I got to piss like a fuck.
0: This guy's got to piss like a racehorse. We're stopping the whole... Worse
1: than a racehorse, actually.
0: And we're black <clears throat> with the next uh, thing. Ooh. What? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Too soon.
0: Bold and Beautiful is this article that we got coming up here. And the bold... And this actually came to us from Grant. Grant said, in thing, thank you very much. You guys can also send in your news articles to mail at gmail.com. And if you want to read along or look at the news article yourself, they are all down in the description in the show notes of the show. You can look at the links there. So this is the Bold and the Beautiful Employees Blow Up Doll for Love Scenes.
4: It so, doesn't sound very realistic.
0: It doesn't. But this... Uh, yeah, this came from June. This comes from UPI, which is a pretty common news source. I see a lot of things. But uh, the head writer of perennial CBS soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful said this show will be using a blow-up doll as a stand-in for love scenes amid the COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic.
3: Because it gotta have social distancing.
0: Yeah, so they can't get close to it.
3: I wonder if it's gonna look like a blow-up doll. I mean, do That's you think they I'm got saying. the? It's, if it's not like, gonna like gonna be a very comically, realistic.
0: yeah. It's not written in the budget. They do have some that that look really good, though. Like in. I mean, not
3: that I looked or anything. I'm just saying, like, I heard that they
1: they have all been tricked.
0: There's this really funny episode of Dave where he's got one, but it's just like the bottom half, and it's called a Fuck Me Silly 2. (laughs) And the legs are like this, you know, like Stretch Armstrong, but like even even more elastic y and stuff. And it's like so. It's a highly recommended uh, doll and show. and um so yeah the show is resuming filming this month after shutting down amid the coronavirus outbreak in march uh the soap's head writer and executive producer said measures will be taken to keep the cast we just can't cut out these fucking scenes okay we can't do it
1: i mean there's soap operas you know i mean it's gonna be spicy somebody's gotta fuck a long time (laughs) who cares that that lady is 68 she's been on the show for 44 years get her underneath a guy now cut get the blow-up doll under there
2: <laughs> i'm Action. sorry Sorry,
0: the, the blow-up doll is on his break he's at the uh, he's at concessions if that's a the thing they might just start using blow-up dolls forever because they don't have to they don't have to treat them nice right
3: <laughs> uh, what's the sag laws and rules about a blow-up doll
0: screen actors guild for all who's wondering uh this come to it this next one comes to us from sky news also from grant Sent in a good amount of our our news articles today. And this one says, Pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy, turn up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. What the... Jesus. I'm sorry? (laughs) Yeah, I know that sounds like a word salad, like somebody was just kind of like picking random words Mm -hmm. out of a dictionary. Yeah, this is a simulation generator. (laughs) Yeah, this totally could be a simulation article. Um, Here we go. Let's... uh, get into it two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom only to discover they had got the wrong this is
1: 24A man I think you're looking for 24B cross the hall no 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 no.
0: I like mop stuff mop
1: stuff (laughs)
0: that's
1: like there's another guy going where's the machete you can just hear him yelling from the background what is the fucking broom for
0: (laughs) no um, the pair of Sydney, so this happened in Australia. Sydney, Australia, made their apologies and left the startled victim. Oh, so
2: sorry. Oh, mm. so sorry.
0: Sorry, you got machetes. I'm just gonna pull that one the next time I rob a house with machete. Yeah. Sorry, I thought uh, I thought you hired me to come in here and fuck you.
3: Yeah, and actually, look, I don't. Uh, hey, I, I know this is weird, but um, I I really have to pee, and I plan on peeing after we killed this guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, can I use your bathroom, or is this is this gonna be awkward?
0: <laughs> I mean. It might as well. You're going to pee either way, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was, I'll probably piss on your car if you see
4: that. Just
1: total confession. We had a little hot sauce. Do you think? You got any magazines? That might be a couple <laughs> minutes. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we did see the guy with the broom. We'll get him up here.
4: I also don't believe he just wants to be stroked with the broom. I don't think that's why anybody shows what up with the think? broom. What you think? a massage, right? It's <laughs> a
2: massage.
0: How much do you think it costs? Jesus.
1: $200? $200? I, I mean, that's just like a straight up underage girl. One. Those are dime a dozen. These guys are like trained professionals with machetes. You're probably talking...
0: Four or five hundred bucks? At least. At least.
1: Yeah. Four or five hundred Australian quid.
0: Let's call up Terrence Leroy has been acquitted of entering the home in July 19th, intending to intimidate while armed with an offe- with an offensive weapon after the New South Wales District Court ex- accepted his explanation. So they heard it and they're like, ah, eh, all right, that sounds just crazy enough to fucking... <laughs> Did they have to find the other guy and be like, can you... Proof. Can you show us a receipt that you hired these guys to come in and stroke you with a broom? It his does, neighbor, however, change. His
1: neighbor had to like show up in court and say, "Yes, I wanted these men to come in and intimidate me with their machetes." Also, I, I would like to kind of see it right now in the courtroom, if that's possible. Can we get that going?
0: Does anybody have a broom? Um, <laughs> no
1: machetes. Does... He's the guy that wants the machetes.
0: It does say somewhere in here. It says that they, yeah, according to the court documents, a man living in Western New South Wales near Griffith. Wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. That's such a nice way of saying he wanted a broom handle shoved up his ass. No, 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 no.
3: no. Here's the thing I'm going to say he might have actually wanted that. I actually have. uh, That same fetish? No, no, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) This is is really interesting. I have a fetish and it is learning about weird fetishes. Okay. There you go. I love learning about. I, I don't, you know, personally, they don't turn me on, but I love learning about non sexual fetishes. Like Patrick told me about a fetish. Um, I don't know if it's his or if he just learned about it where um, women with uh, great asses sit and and they're like fully clothed and they just sit and pop balloons with their ass. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that. People are like, man, this is it. I love weird non-sexual things where it's like, all right, listen, (laughs) I'm going to take that hermit crab. And I want you to just, like, let it walk across my back. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, I
1: guarantee that's like a, probably
0: a
2: popular one. I want mean, you to
1: go into that Seven Eleven. I want you to kind of argue with the clerk a little bit. Just get him pissed off a little bit. Then get a couple packs of cigarettes. And then tell him you don't have the money. Oh, God. Tell him you want. No, no, <laughs> Then the other ones. Not the longs. Not the longs. The shorts. Yeah, yeah. And then go back to the long. Oh, I'll be watching it.
0: through the glass. I'll give you 60 bucks. Got Greg, Greg, cool it, cool it. <laughs> and good on those women, because you know what? That's the kind of gig you want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't want to be in the fucking gangbang with fucking eight dudes, fucking powered up, ready to go. Just get me some jeans and a balloon. And I want to know. High. By the
1: way, is that type of work being factored into the women only make seventy cents an hour? Because this is not a guy <laughs> making the same amount of coin out in that glass behind the glass. No,
0: yeah, we're oh, that is definitely a um, dude. Okay, so we need uh, to get that factored in. Thank you very much. I, I just want
1: hashtag say, fetish. Wages should be included. Thank are you. Are not equal.
3: So um, I just want to tell you a quick thing. Um, my my I was with two of my friends. I'm not going to say their names. And one of them was a. Uh, uh, he's kind of sheltered ish. He's like kind of came from a, a wealthy family. And Kenny he, Johnson. Hey, yeah, went Kenny to Johnson too. And um, <laughs> you know he just. He doesn't have a lot of like what I you know I'll call like street experience for lack of a better word. And my friend Cody, fuck, there
1: you go. <laughs> friend, he was talking about <laughs> Cody Stevenson,
3: last name dead. He was talking about Word up Cody? we <laughs> at. He was talking about this girl that he knows who does like makes tons of money being a cam girl. And he, it's so funny he because he makes.
1: I, I love that only in America. He makes tons of money being a cam girl, or she does.
0: She Did I does. Say he has she, a friend. He has a friend. She's a female.
3: She's a female. I mean, anyways, he, him, her, he makes So, <laughs> and anyways, he goes, uh, and you could tell that like my other friend was kind of like you know a little off put by by the cam girl thing. And he goes, oh, but she doesn't do anything weird. Like you know, she might like put a dildo on a table like with suction cups, and like put peanut butter on it and give it a foot job, but like nothing weird. No. <laughs> it fuck? was so funny that he said like this really absurd thing. He's like, but nothing like weird, and like you know, she doesn't show her pussy or anything. <laughs> totally normal. No. <laughs>
0: Just feet and peanut butter. <laughs> and my
3: other friend was like, his face when he said, "You know, nothing this weird. Just great, just regular just old stuff." Foot job, stuff. peanut butter. All right, what's next?
0: I'm sorry. I'll tell you what's next. This this article actually comes to us from a guy named Greg McManus. I, just thought your I thought name was, this was a bit. Wait, much time out Your name isn't McGinnis. Oh, no, it's a different guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it <laughs> Greg wasn't didn't me. send it. it was we would never send in our own article, sir. It was another guy that we went to high school with,
1: Cody.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg McManus. McManus.
0: Um it says asking America's police officers to explain abuse Wait, this is not what this is. Here it is. It's more towards the bottom. What the actual name of the article? Right there. Uh scroll up, scroll up. I'm glad you found it. It's
3: right these. uh it's it's right there. Um so basically it's an article about like this American life doing like about uh cop stories, but but that's where the Oh
0: this oh okay, that's where the actual article it's is. Yeah, right, because your your
3: the only reason I know is because your yeah. code line was Hey, I work here.
0: Yeah. I did say that. Um, This one is man arrested 62 times for trespassing at the site he works at.
3: Oh, my bad. You're doing a different one.
0: And that's the one. That was the one I clicked the article here. Oh, Okay. uh, yeah, dude. So this is just uh, a link to the this American Life. I don't know where the article is in here.
3: Is it the one about the guy who was arrested for trespassing where he works?
0: Yeah, that's the that's the one. But I don't know where in this art it's, it's like right an there. article it starts right our, there. Oh, it does. Yeah, right. that's what I was Most of say. the actions take place at Quick Stop and Me Store. Oh, he already did it. Um, let's see. Did he want to make a Quick Stop part of the? This is not the article. I'm just yeah, reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, trespassing program salette said that he was pro-police pro-cop and agreed and signed the f effect was posted in the parking lot but soon he says cops started harassing his customers especially the black ones (coughs) when they were doing nothing more than standing in line waiting to make a purchase set that aside our interest in earl Sampson, a black employee at the store here's what happened to him according to this American Life producer, Mickey Meeks, reporting. Uh, can we? Can I have somebody to read this with me? Yeah, I'll be Meek. Okay. Can
1: ahead. I wait? Can I? Can I jump a little further down because this is a long article. Okay. Three years into the program, this guy had been arrested sixty-three times and stopped another ninety-nine times. He works. At this fucking convenience yeah, store. Yeah,
0: you think around like number 56 or 57, okay. they'd be like, oh, you work here. <laughs> Earl, he's right up do you, the bat. How many, many cops
1: you, are in the area that they weren't like, we already arrested this guy? He How works here. How many fucking cops are there to arrest this fucking guy? He's got to do the
3: Dave Chappelle thing where he shows his asshole. It's like, no, it's
1: me, Earl. I don't think so. And it shows, he's like, shows his Oh, it is Earl. Why don't you show your ass? Why don't you spread
0: your cheeks and lift your shack to begin well, with? Yeah. Well,
1: I think what happened, what the magic ingredient was here is that Earl... The guy that got arrested all these times was a little on the slow side. He was a little Forrest
0: Gumpish. Yeah, but that do- that means That doesn't make it okay, but
1: I'm no. saying that's what that's how it happens because a lot of people would be like, "Can you just go talk to the fucking guy in the store? I worked there. Or he'd come up with some If you yeah, got but arrested 63 times in 3 years, wouldn't you come up with some way to get out of it he just was like yeah but what normal.
0: about the fucking cops there if, if he's like Forrest Gump these cops are like what's eating Gilbert Grape like that is ridiculous because every time you fucking <laughs> take the goddamn guy and and before you arrest him you're like here stand here and you look up his name in your little robo computer it's going to show you all the times he's been arrested and you can read it all Arre- right works there oh works there works there <laughs> maybe it's I don't know. Maybe they just use that guy to meet a quota. You're like, you need one more arrest. Go get Earl.
1: (laughs) Go get Earl. One of the times after like the '60s, the dude was like, "I'm not gonna let it just happen and and plead guilty." And he spent 20 days in jail. Wow. Getting arrested for trespassing. That's what you get for working. Fucking job.
0: That's fucking ridiculous. Then then the
1: dude, did you read down? The guy that owns the store said, "You know what? All right, maybe you just can't go outside."
0: So how do you get to work?
1: He built an apartment for this guy, like a little eleven by eleven stop. in the back of the Seven Eleven, and the guy was inside. <laughs> Comma, this did not stop the
0: arrest for this
1: fucking guy.
0: They came in, they busted, the kicked out him his door, three
1: feet into the ground. The cops busted in, dug him up, and brought him to fucking jail multiple times. Earl, we know you're in here. Some dudes are just like, you know, they got like a chip, you know, they're going to get arrested a bunch of times. I don't know. Dude, it
0: doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense on so many levels. That's it does so not make sense. in so many fucking ways. And uh, what a great way to end the news on such a ridiculous, outrageous article that shows nothing more than that. Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever had any like, uh, like frequent run-ins with the cops like that? not 59 but that's the most yeah.
3: so when i used to work uh like patrick and i ran that comic book store i was talking about earlier dark side and uh this guy named brian owned it uh pat was like the manager Cop's always in there. Is this in sarasota well, yeah okay and so we were like a land center people would pay like Yu-Gi-Oh card games is magic the, the gathering <clears throat> it is now drinks? but it used to be downtown okay and so um we would do like video game tournaments, and we had a land center with like I don't know twenty or thirty uh, gaming PCs, so you could come and like play games that your get your you know, computer at home couldn't run, and uh, had comics and stuff. And we'd be open till two in the morning on Friday and Saturday, and um, I probably wouldn't leave till three. And a lot of times, what Patrick and I would do, we would drive from there to go to Perkins because at Perkins, when you order coffee, they leave the pot, and we would just have coffee till like six a.m. and then go sleep because we'd have to open at noon, you know and uh all the time in between the comic book shop and perkins i would get stopped and uh the cops would be like, you know, what are you doing driving around? They would always have something dumb, like I didn't use my turn signal or like you know yeah. it was like really dumb stuff. <laughs> and uh, I would be honest if I'm leaving work and like, yeah, where do you work where you're leaving at two AM? It was like at a comic book store. They're like a comic book store is open <laughs> and, t- and like it's clearly me- you don't read comics, yeah. officer. But it, no. t- it took me a while to realize Nerd. that uh like even if I told the truth, it wouldn't it wouldn't put me in a better situation,
0: you no. know? Like What weird. do you think it
1: was, the part of town that you're in? That's not that's the time
0: and night, the part yeah, of yeah, town. Yeah, I think it's the
1: time the of Campbell- night. Everyone over from two a.m. on. Can well, we? I think
3: that there's so few people I mean, on the roads New York that City, they see but... somebody
0: and they're bored. They just pull me over. It happened a lot. Yeah. Also, yeah. what kind of car were you driving? Ford Focus. Well, now was that the time that you were wearing drug blackface? Dealer, machine Like regularly. Right? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! He had this weird blackface. stint. He had this weird <laughs> yeah. stint where it's just yeah. a thing. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll
1: drive the Focus today.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Imagine that's kind of like you know if you're in like the you're ju- you're a, a, a juggler or juggalette. And you get this bright idea to do a reverse, reverse paint. <laughs> if you're Where it's juggalo, like what's the mostly black. It's because but... they have all the white face and then they have the black outline for the mouth and the yeah. eyes. What if one guy was like, I think it's going to be really cool to do it reverse. I'm an ironic
1: juggalo. You don't understand.
0: <laughs> no, you're doing blackface. That's really offensive. <laughs> and that's the news. Hi, Percy Mays here with Ultra Screen Clean. You know my brother Billy is dead, but you might not know how he died. Filthy cell phone screen. Ultra Screen Clean is the only filth-fighting product that harnesses the cleaning power of Swedish algae. Think there are a lot of germs on a homeless guy's taint? Of course there are. But right now, your cell phone has five times more filth. So if you wanna keep using your face as a park bench, have at it. But if you want an ultra clean cell phone and to not die like my brother, Ultra Screen Clean is the answer. My name is David Potter. I tried a lot of different products before this one and my life totally sucked. But then I came across this one and I am so happy. I literally cream my slacks on a regular basis. But wait, there's more. If you order now, we will send you an extra month supply free. Ultra Screen Clean, a Popco brand. chronic we got that dope song you know what I love that's right is that at the <laughs> beginning of the last one you're like guys next time I'm going to have this really cool thing this really cool beat well you finished it before the episode came out so it was at the beginning of that episode So we heard yeah. it before you yeah. Yeah. mentioned it yeah, well, and what's also
3: funny is that um, I actually didn't finish it that was like a, a version one. It was a rough draft, I, I, I like, a rough draft <laughs> for feedback, and uh, and I was Ship probably going to do some other stuff. And then Isaiah's like, and it's in there. I was like, all right, well, that's what it is now. That's fine.
0: Hey, man, if uh, you do anything else, I'll just no way. Now flip it's it like it's in there. Now it's in there. It's now in it's a there. part that's of that's just the, what it is. That's a part of the pantheon. So what happened this at the last episode? We talked a little bit about maybe posting some prompts that have to do with the episode a little bit, right? And um, so I did post the psychedelic one because that was the last episode. It was Mm -hmm. a great episode. So I want to get some psychedelic uh, stories. And then I posted and that that posting reads, what is your psychedelic story? Do you have a wild and interesting story about taking psychedelics? The crazier the story, the better anything goes. Right. Um, And then because today's NBC is Space Force, I went the UFO route.
1: Yeah, good and so, call. PS. <laughs> Isaiah always goes the fucking UFO route.
0: Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Look. Look, man. <laughs> always. No. The uh and that one, the first one, the psychedelics one, does anyone want anybody want to take a guess where I posted it?
3: Uh San Francisco. That New probably, Mexico
0: That's the only thing that's probably better than where I posted. Where'd you post it? Denver, it? Colorado. Denver, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that makes sense. Because Denver, uh psilocybin's legal in Denver. Crazy, right? Um, I didn't know that. yeah people are like growing their own shrooms and shit there and it's totally coolio uh and then uh, we did another one and it's a near-death experience or ufo because we were talked a little bit about near death experiences i just want to see what we can get and it says what is your story do you have a wild and true story about near death about a near-death experience or ufos and aliens the crazier story the better anything goes so that's it and that one was posted anyone want to take a guess
2: uh-uh. new, mexico. new mexico
0: good guess but i did it in phoenix okay i looked up the southern like the, new mexico basically western new mexico yeah uh, i looked up the um it was like the top 10 places with ufo sightings and then i just which one had like a big city it was like number two or something like that it wasn't number one so everyone has some kind of article similar to that we had some pretty dang interesting stuff um let me see here right out of the gate there was somebody that said what's your psychedelic story and all they sent in was, I hallucinated a few times on alcohol and cocaine. A few times.
4: I don't think that's how that works.
0: Yeah, Acid and shrooms and mescaline <laughs> have been pretty mellow in comparison.
4: What are you talking about? Right?
0: Yeah, what kind of cocaine are you doing, bud?
4: <laughs> I don't think that was cocaine, buddy.
0: Or you went so hard on the cocaine and alcohol that nobody even knows how to get there. No, Nobody hears. All of us combine our I'm efforts. I'm just going to go out and Maybe say he's already like,
1: a mental disorder and he's just... Taking cocaine—that's—and
0: cocaine's like the number one thing. Hallucinations. I mean, hallucinations who was the lead
3: singer of Motorhead? I guess Les- I'm trying. Le- to, yeah, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like guys like that who did a lot of cocaine and drank like straight up two bottles of Jack in an evening, uh and they're not talking about hallucinations. I don't believe this person. Yeah,
0: I feel the same way. Do you think this guy got something going?
1: Lemmy on Lemmy wasn't talking about hallucinations because he was hallucinating all the time. So you don't talk about him in there <laughs> in, in myths. Like, Why are you talking?
0: Ace spades. You're a goat. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> Yeah, so this guy, I guess, acid and shrooms and mescaline kind of meld this dude out. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, Give ju- me
1: some mescaline, stat. I'm really fucked I'm, up. I'm all to, fucked like, up on this cocaine.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Justin, did you? Did I send you a psychedelic story? Um, I think that one's a psychedelic story.
3: No, this one is not.
1: Um, is that the font that you selected on your phone, or is that think from it's, this email?
0: I think it might be from the email. It's all purpley. Is that one psychedelics?
3: No, neither of mine are psychedelic.
0: Oh, well, let's just uh, pick one. I think you had the one up. We'll just go. Yeah. And this one is a UFO you won.
3: Uh, no, neither of mine have to do with UFOs. What the really? Fuck, what
1: Isaiah? Fuck? Yeah. They must Why have Why the been...
0: fuck are you trying to insert UFOs? Look, gonna, I got
4: one of all three.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I did this. I went through and I read them all, but I organized on the fly when we first got here into Studio Soda. That is my fault. These must have been people emailing in from the other ones. It was like, tell your story. And Wait, I, thought, I got a that's question. That's what these are. Yeah. I got
1: a question. Visually, this is not going to play on the podcast, but is that like a extra battery case or is it just like a? That's a wallet. It's just a wallet. It's no a extra wallet. battery. Check that
0: out. I like look,
3: it. my concealed carry, I look like a, a serial killer from the 70s. I, I didn't even know they
1: gave you like a photo concealed carry card. That's well, what yeah, I, mean. I want to see. It should be a photo. Oh. What's yeah, up, what's up. up?
0: Oh, no, but really. Yeah. It's
4: not like one of those things where someone's like, hey, this is what I look like in my ID. And I'm like, no, you look great. Like, no, I look like a serial killer yeah, from the 70s. Scary. I'm
3: wearing my flamingo shirt, if you notice. Just like a killer Makes from the better.
2: 70s, Will. Yep
0: check that out that's Can why she. Work, that's why your on. wife doesn't like mustaches man yeah i did
3: i did have a mustache for that particular <laughs> picture it was important <laughs> that's
0: why your wife doesn't like mustaches.
3: Uh, all right oh, you must have not been here We're, i missed uh, that uh, i was that the I bass must, player in a band yeah. called pray thing from 2002 to 2004 the band featured rust epicue on guitar and vocals. That's why I sent this to you, just he in was, case you
0: had any idea what the guy was talking about as far I'm as... sorry, I don't know. He says well, he was
3: definitely. known already from being a founding member of a band, Crazy Town. I don't know a band called Crazy Town. Crazy Town. We were signed to... They were to, a one-hit
1: wonder from the 90s. Were they really? Yeah. What song? uh the
3: butterfly that was them Shut up. Up, yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> sugar, sugar honey sugar baby yeah, yeah. Wow. we
3: were signed to v2 records virgin and everything was getting pretty exciting with exposure and rolling stone and a song on the radio climbing the charts russ passed away suddenly of a heart attack this was tragic for all of us in many different ways i'd like to tell your podcast audience this story because i promised his family that i'd try to promote his music Every chance I get, <laughs> and also I'm in Palm Springs. and need gas money to get back to LA. So there it is. It's there so it funny. Yeah. Like I promised his family, and also bro, I'm fucking I need some stock. gas
1: money. if oh, you can send me a twelve pack, whatever.
0: I mean, Rust? I think he'd be better off just standing at that gas station and yelling about this guy's story. Yeah. You know, I think he'd get reach a wider audience. Yeah. And I that?
3: told his family, get the fuck out of here, Earl. I
1: want a little. I want a little. Extra for guessing, for picking the fucking that was the song. Crazy I thought I, you know yeah, what's that so was funny? pretty good. When you <laughs> said
3: when you said uh, one hit wonder, it clicked. I was like, oh, butterfly. Like it just yeah.
1: There was a there was a show called Lazy Town mm-hmm. that my kids watched when they yeah. were little. It was like a not Nickelodeon, but it was like it was Nick Jr. It was a it was, was like it? Disney yeah, Junior yeah. or something. It was fucking creepy, right? There was like a couple of actual humans in the show, but mostly mm. it was like these. It was like puppets.
0: Yeah. It was it's really strange. But the yeah. two
1: people that were in it wore like these skin tight clothes. It was a good guy and a bad guy. It was fucking creepy. Like, there was, it was definitely. This was not just me. It was a creepy. Like, who the fuck green this? There's a reason it's what not What the, the fuck air are anymore? you making my kids watch this? And then they liked it. So I'm like. Ah, <clears> oh, great. I don't want to bring any attention to it because it's only going to add to the creep factor and they're going to get into it. So I just said, well, let's, let's fucking watch it. But Lazy Town was fucking.
0: Terrible. A lot different than Crazy Town, which is great.
1: Which was, you know, I mean, let's face, it,
0: it was a one-hit wonder.
1: You know, you're not going to get out of Miami. I hate to, on the fucking wings of that being a friend of that guy, you're not getting out of Miami
2: ever.
3: uh Palm Springs, L.A. I'm sorry, Palm Springs, yeah, it's in. You're there. not Los getting Los out of Palm Springs. You're not even going to
1: get to L.A. <laughs> you're in Palm Springs. So what do you, sugar, uh, baby, sugar, baby? What do
3: you got for? Oh wait, uh, Palm Springs is in Miami. So he's, no, Palm Springs. He's a Palm Springs in California, a, too. Yeah, okay. It's that's what I Palm thought. Springs, I was like, you need gas money to get from Miami to California? How about California? this? You're never going to see Texas,
1: <laughs> motherfucker, whichever Palm Springs you're in. You're All in.
3: right. <laughs> Let's see what you got.
1: I got already. I think my favorite would be my first trip in Florida <laughs> where I was raised. I was raised in a small city called Sarasota. Crazy. Stop. One summer when I was 19, me and two other friends decided we wanted to go to Drum Circle <laughs> On a Sunday out on Siesta Key, famous MTV show is hosted there. We know. And it's fake know. as hell. That's what It, it
3: says. is fake as hell. We fake know. Fake as
1: hell. I actually know some of the dudes on Siesta Key, and that's kind of how we hang, but I get it. You guys don't understand. Right, right. Anywho, we started our journey at 9 a.m. between three of us. By 11 a.m., we drank a bottle of Jim Beam, and we made it four out of 12 miles Towards the beach for 6 p.m. drum circle. That is not checkout in any way. 9 a.m. You made it to 6. We walked walked around 2 p.m. We finally made it to one of the bridges that takes you out to the key. Instead of walking towards Siesta, we decided to go out towards Bird Key. Ending up finding one of our friends out on St. Armand Circle. He happened to have shrooms and eventually talked him into joining our drum circle adventure as I had four hits of acid on me and some weed. We made a plan and set off.
0: Do I know these people? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 th- I was thinking about it the whole time.
1: Around 4 p.m., we, we was still out on Bird Key. Already, each took a hit of acid and decided it was a good idea to start eating mushrooms, so we was, we was tripping balls by the time we made it to drum
0: circle. First By five thirty, we we all know the uh, geographical layout of what he's talking about. He's on a different island. Yeah, I don't know how he found because there's no bridge that connects the two islands. Right, and he said I, we found the bridge that goes to Siesta Key, and you then walk we decide Bird to go to,
1: Key to Siesta. That's a hike you're there's like no connection. Forty one yeah. for like oh, yeah, yeah. four miles.
0: Exactly, exactly. So then he's like, then we just decided to go to Bird Key instead. Who are you gonna believe, Isaiah or the fucking Mushroom King? Give me and the then the Mushroom bread. King. Found himself on Bird Key. They dropped acid or on mushrooms. And they what'd they do? Swim across the channel? Between the sun
1: from the Florida heat all day, drunk as shit on Jim Beam, and now starting to trip beyond balls, we are now lost and tripped the fuck out in one of the richest keys slash beaches in Florida and probably the last place you want to be with how fucked up we was. Mm. Due to police being super, super strict due to the area we was in. Mm-hmm. Without giving... That's where
0: Jerry Springer lives. <laughs> he doesn't want your high ass out there. P.S.
1: I am Jerry Springer. Without giving him much of the story out, by 1 a.m., we was somewhere that would result in a trespass and my friend going to prison for breaking and entering of someone very famous screened-in pool. Hmm. I wonder. Later that day, after we bonded, our friend out of jail, the next day, we ran into a local bar owner at a motel we decided to stay at instead of trashing our house from partying. The local bar owner just happens to be very famous and retired as well. Uh Jerry Springer.
0: Also owns a bar.
1: And with us, having no idea who he was, made it even better. After telling the bar owner our stories about the previous night and how our friend got arrested, he then told us about some wild stories of his and how and what happened when he was on tour
0: brian johnson brian Brian johnson Johnson, yeah
1: acdc he gave us each a free motel room for the night sweet whoa shook our shook our hands shook our hands it's definitely brian johnson and introduced himself as brian johnson (laughs) i had to google to figure out who he even was is it hold on (laughs) come on kid Feel free to contact me at any time. Redacted. Redacted. Redacted.
0: <laughs> mm, very common.
1: Wow, I can't. I thought wait. that was
0: interesting because I that was posted in Denver, and I mean, there's a number of people from Sarasota that make it out to Denver. I mean, I know of a couple, but I yeah. think I thought that was great. I thought that was really great. It's, uh,
3: I want to say serendipitous, but I never know if I use that word. I right. think you used it right. was
0: very serendipitous. I, I like was that. Gonna, a little I was little. Say
1: he sounded like he was thunderstruck.
0: <clears throat> little little uh, slice of home. Um, Miss Mm Christy, what'd you get in your bag of Craigslist goodies?
4: Uh, hi, my name is Louie. I have many crazy stories about being on acid and shrooms, but a couple of stories stand out at the moment. One involves taking a couple hits of acid with a few friends and then getting on an elevator that used to be at Civic Center Park and the door's sensor didn't work. So the door closed on my friend's skateboard and then tried to lower and got stuck. We were in there for an hour and 45 minutes and then suddenly all of these firemen and cops got us out cops trying to interview us to find out what happened and another story is this time i took six hits of acid when i was 14 years old in houston texas with some friends as we went to this really big park called mercer i don't know how to say that word uh, first of all redacted yes being stuck in a fucking elevator for an hour and forty-five minutes tripping sounds like hell. Does uh-huh. at least stuck like in
1: an elevator for an hour and forty-five minutes sounds like hell. Yeah. <laughs> right. coffee, man, on fucking acid. That is a nightmare.
4: And then the How cops we... get you out and try to ask you what happened. That sounds awful. Uh, took kids of acid, 14 years old in Texas, went to a big park. It was kind of like a botanical gardens, but much, much larger and completely outdoors. I decided I wanted to live there in nature, and I snuck away from my friends and tossed my t-shirt in my shoes, and I stayed the night there. My friends had told a park ranger that I was lost, so the rangers were looking for me, and I kept hiding from them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot of 14. Things,
4: <laughs> right? A lot of things happened that night and early the next day, one of which was there were a lot of wild crocodiles in the park. These sound like awful
3: trips.
0: Let me ask Justin. Justin, are there crocodiles in Texas? Um, it would be extremely
3: rare, uh, but yeah, you can have crocodiles maybe he was just seeing a bunch of crocodiles Florida and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. he was on what six-heads ass. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so he, he, he years I, old. I'm gonna assume that he's just misspeaking because that area uh, he's in Houston, mm-hmm. yeah, so that area does have like Spindletop Bayou and Sabine Lake and stuff. So there would definitely be, um, alligators, yeah, there'd be alligators for alligators. sure.
0: Alligators,
4: alligators, alligators, yeah. I had this big stick I was carrying around, and I was walking by this creek, and a crocodile snapped at me. But I was tripping so hard that I smacked the crocodile in the face with a stick and yelled out, "No!" Like, I did- <laughs> <laughs> Bad dog! I like, no! I realized it was a police cop. <laughs> I did it with such confidence from the acid that the crocodile went away. Looking back, I don't know how I got out of the park alive that night. Anyway, if you're interested, my email address is redacted at gmail.com. And my phone number is also redacted. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: That acid confidence. Can't beat it. I can't Take beat it.
0: Take it to a meeting. That's a good, yeah. Take that shit to a meeting. You'll get That's that. That's a
4: job. lot for 14 acid years confidence.
2: old.
0: Six hits.
4: I was definitely not doing acid at 14. Not years
0: 14. Old. Where's he now? That's what we want. Let's Six. just ask him where he's at now. <laughs> Six hits. That's, I mean, it's a lot of hits. It's a lot of hits. to Acid is what that is. Uh, I have one as well. It's a bit of a psychedelic story. Ready? I have many I was a drug dealer for many years name it that's always that's a really good that's That's very got it that's a very (laughs) common line in a lot of these you name it um I sold it anyway acid and magic mushrooms were my drug of choice the craziest thing in my experience is talking to the devil he puts the devil in demon in quotations just like magic mushrooms Mm -hmm. and demons not in quotations Uh, They were because those are real. The devil, (laughs) eh. devil is figurative. Demons are literal. Literal (laughs) demons. I know that for a fact.
1: That's true. Everyone does have demons.
0: I got the demons. Uh, They were trying to get me to sell my soul. Long story short, on that night, I refused their offer, and the devil told me he would kill me if I told anyone that he existed. Uh, That same night, some rival gang members did a drive-by on my home.
1: Jesus, he's in a gang. That's I mean, he, he was a drug things. dealer.
0: He said yeah, it right. right so you automatically
1: in a gang. You can't deal drugs you, if you're not a gang.
0: Well, I mean, he he isn't a gang. He, even if he was just a regular guy selling drugs, I'm sure the gang's not happy about no, it. No,
1: listen, you can't say rival gang members. That's without definitely he wasn't implicating yourself as a gang member. I well, agree. what if
3: what if you have a rival? That like you know, all through high school, he was your, your rival, and then he is in a gang, mm. and so he I would is want a to gang see, member. I am not in a gang, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in
1: parentheses. They yeah. were rival gang members, however, I was not in a gang. They oh, were you're right, you're right rivals to me, yeah, like predicates, right? right? It, it, I would it, want yeah. those type of parentheses <laughs> to specify.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's see, um. So the rival gang members did a drive-by on my home. The craziest thing is some of my gang member friends, definitely in a gang, yeah, were devil, again, in quotations, worshippers, And they called upon Lucifer to come, and they would let demons enter their body. Like, he's holding up a finger in the whole motion. Say, Lucifer, come! Uh, And they would let the (laughs) demons enter their body, just like that, from behind. (laughs) And I have told people, but most say I was, quote, tripping. Yes, I was. But that was real. There's other things that happened that night that I can talk about. But that's a long story short. Let me know. I'm interested in your podcast and letting people know that there is something strange. There is some strange evil entities out there. Hope to hear from you. Thanks. That's... So he spoke to the devil and he was on... Mushrooms, or whatever. That's that's pretty crazy. The craziest thing to me is that there was a they were gang members, that were like satanic cults, like enter my body, Lucifer, and then they would go and like get in gunfights and shit. That's fucking. I think it's an
4: interesting combination.
1: I just thought of for this. You should tell people that you were asking them to tell the story in Road Soda. I think that would make it more interesting because so far all these people. I don't know. I've I just realized that people's mushroom stories are not that interesting. No. Wait,
3: but do you really want to put it out there that, uh, like, anything related to your podcast? Because no. then you get people, like, harassing you, like, Road yeah. Soda sort of mail, Gmail, trying to get money or trying to get on
1: and stuff. Yeah. I, I also... Um, because then all of a sudden like 16 people are listening and it fucks up all the fucking bandwidth and I just we gotta uh, stop Isaiah's mom from listening ask her specifically not to listen because to because we right also
0: way. only pay people if we do the interview and these people are giving us the synopsis so this is a synopsis if we really liked it we would do an interview and get the whole thing right then they can I got check a and feeling on you this. got yeah, yeah, about right. a fist away Greg like act like you got it here.
1: I just feel like you're right I, I agree with you <laughs>
0: Half this podcast is going to sound like Greg's in another room. Uh, So, yeah, but that's like. And now another word from our sponsors. Hi, Sammy Mays here with
1: Mega Screen Scrub. My cousin Billy loved to talk on his phone and that's what killed him. Cell phone grime. It should have been his brother Percy, that piece of shit. Mega Screen Scrub is the only grime-fighting product that harnesses the cleaning power of Norwegian algae. Think there are a lot of germs on a hobo's asshole? Of course there are, but right now your cell phone screen has five times more grime. So if you want to keep using your face as a subway seat, have at it. But if you want a mega clean cell phone and to not die like my cousin, Mega Screen Scrub is the answer.
0: My name is David Potter. I tried a lot of different products before this one, and my life totally sucked. But then I came across this one, and I am so happy, I literally cream in my jeans on a regular basis now.
1: But wait, there's more! If you order now, we'll send you an extra month supply, free. Mega Screen Scrub, a Popco brand.
0: Shit, what was I saying? Uh, Peanut butter Interview first. synopsis interview Jelly synopsis yeah so these guys and I'm um, like a lot of these people I think they send that synopsis and then we read it on the podcast to see if people want to hear it or see if we want to hear it and then they're just going to get really salty and they're going to get upset even mm-hmm. though everyone's redacted I don't know I just and also I think there's some like comma movie. what does that mean for us though like
1: what does that mean that they're all salty like
0: they're 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 going to come look you up look. no they're they want to they're going to get upset they're going to come to
1: 5 Johnson Street North Tampa
0: <laughs> floor 2
1: and fucking smashing the door. Hey. On mushrooms maybe, angry
2: if mushrooms. You got the mushrooms
0: all are welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying um we just don't uh what else we just don't uh, we don't need that kind of I don't know, man. Mojo. We don't need that kind of mojo. And also, there's a lot of really pretentious people, I think, that they'll they'll take one look at the podcast and like, we're not we're not doing it. Like, there's a lot of people that message and go, well, what's your podcast? How many listeners right, do you get? Right. You know? And it's at the same time, I mean, you can look up the podcast. You can probably see that. I mean, we've got a, a good number of episodes. We have like, you know, people listening and whatnot. But I just, I think there is. And then I don't want people to turn it on or to fake it or do anything like that. I just... They know it's a podcast. Podcasts are really big. They get excited about that and they're going to tell their stories and I think that's cuz there've been some people that I've sent it and I've said, "Well, we want you on the show. Here's Road Soda." And then they never message back, which means they fucking took a one look mm-hmm. at that shit and that's it. So, um I think everyone has two. Yep. What do you got? <clears throat>
2: yeah.
1: Did that, did, so now I have a question with the phone because now I've seen it. Yeah. Was that a drop? Is that what happened at the top? Uh, this was
3: at the mosh pit for the metal show that Isaiah and I went <sighs> Damn to. Damn it! I cracked my phone. I,
1: I I just didn't know if you went at it yeah. with a sharpie. Yep. <clears throat> or if it just dropped. All nope, right, I'm sorry, it
3: dropped. Continue. Yeah.
1: Fucking blows. <clears throat> no, that's not that big of a deal.
3: And I, like I could buy another one, but it's funny because like I don't feel like I deserve it. I was irresponsible and tried to you know I was on you a mosh gotta live pit. with it. Just
1: yeah, punishing like yourself. Stuff. Yep. I'm just that much better at Tetris because I have that much less time. Yep. That
0: was a great joke of only right. <laughs> if only we could hear it in the mic. only we could hear it in the mic. Man.
3: <laughs> there it is. All right, ready? I don't know if you're still looking for stories as I've just come across this and canvassing CL for work opportunities. I'm currently in Azusa trying to overcome some hardships. My story is a bit complex and long. That's like
1: Eastern LA, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Christian Wait. Akoya, famous football player, opened up a sporting goods store in azusa i think he went to azusa pacific college i'm sorry
3: what? all right no it's cool There's some backstory for this place um, my story is a bit complex and long but as for a summary my girlfriend now fiance <laughs> speaking oh. french over here baby invited me to la hey After I got kicked out of my apartment of 12 years, started becoming an actor after a job transfer ultimately fell through, and have been homeless since 2017 after losing an RV I was going to use for a reality travel series. It's on IMDb as King Spirit Travels, RV Pinier in the USA. Now back to crowdfunding. Another RV. (laughs) My fiance is in line to come to LA sometime this week. I've been trying to get her here to do something for her reality show. She's trying to raise another twelve hundred for a vehicle. Lots of other things have happened in between. What do this you mean, is, lots of other know. things? Nothing fucking happened. Right? <laughs> but that's it. That's it in a nutshell. We're looking for money. I'm still working right. homeless until I'm able to get another RV. Interested? And then, nah. yeah, no, I'm dude. Not. It is so. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I uh, we opened that up, and I almost immediately read it to Christy. And then, so I was like, oh, it's on IMDb, huh? I went to IMDb. It's totally on IMDb. I don't know what it takes. Oh, yeah,
4: I remember that. It is yeah. not
0: totally on IMDb. It's, Let me clarify it is barely IMDb. It's barely on IMDb. On IMDb. <laughs> you can find it on IMDb. And then I went immediately to YouTube. Yeah. I looked oh up Oh, my God. YouTube.
4: Prolific it is a good a word rabbit for. Hole
0: it was a rabbit hole for sure. And prolific. Is he a cool dude? He's a cool
1: guy. It's like so
4: <laughs> awful, you can't stop watching.
1: Taking That's an true. RV adventure with a Filipino millennial, Ivy Bagenta, who has never seen America and its citizens slash landmarks. It begins in the Los Angeles area after visiting a special friend who I think is this dude in Arizona. Right. Cameron Farmer. Oh, oh. Played by... Redacted, redacted.
0: So you, <laughs> they're on IMDb. They're on IMDb. It's pretty open. Jesus I mean, honestly, I, I will put this guy's YouTube channel mm. and you can go through and you can watch uh, some King Spirit. It's uh, yes. he is guy. the King Spirit. That's the only reason I said his name. He dude, is the King Spirit. So basically his fiance, the guy's 50. I think it said it in the email, right? He's um, I don't remember. He's Yeah, he's 50 years old and he's got these fiance, uh, fiance that's I think like Thai or something.
4: Doesn't he have like sister wives too? Yeah, that's that's the that's I, him.
0: That's him oh man yeah so you'll I'll put his YouTube channel up you guys can check out his sweet uh, sweet YouTube videos you know he's living I think what this what I gather from watching it so he is homeless he's working two jobs mm-hmm. um, he's real salty about people stealing things from him and all kinds of stuff and um, but I think what's going on is that he's working two jobs and he's giving all the money to his quote unquote fiance who's I think at the very least, half his age, if not younger. And
1: even worse, she's Filipino.
0: Oh, she's Filipino. Yeah, yeah. And she's uh, and and I think he's probably just giving him all, giving her all his money. But if you if you watch like the trailer to his his show, um, it's like one guy suddenly dead. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say. that. And he's suddenly gonna, dad. he's suddenly dead. So it's like it's his fiance, but it's like this really fucking weird like they're my fucking daughters. Yeah, that's and right. I, but
4: it's a real sister wives vibe. It's really weird.
0: It's really, it's really, uh, it's definitely a rabbit hole to go down. I will put this guy's uh, yeah, YouTube I link You have to explore there. this. You should. It's, uh, I think, dude, he's he's got like a lot of YouTube videos. And I think the one I saw with the most views was 37, 38, somewhere in there. His oh, right. wife, oh, wow. his <laughs> wife is also on
1: uh, IMDb. Oh, yeah. She is a producer known for King Spirit Travels, colon, RV Pinier in the usa from 2017 mm-hmm. but there's also some trivia oh here we go and here's the trivia she loves hello kitty memorabilia that sounds Makes almost
0: sense. racist i mean
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. anybody let me guess you like hello kitty <laughs> Come on.
2: Now you're um, just being the guy didn't even
1: ask her. He said, "I'm just putting this. I'm just I'm putting it just, on there. I know it's a fact. I'm a producer on IMDb. I can just do this type of shit."
0: So, uh, Greg, you have another one as well. correct? This
1: one opens up with a simple sentence: "My pleasure." Period.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it a psychedelic or a UFO story? It is a.
1: How do I tell? It, it might <laughs> say it at the very. <laughs> I don't know. You don't let me fucking look at it before.
0: We're gonna find out together. We'll find out together. Let's do this.
1: This <laughs> was. From my last through hike of the Colorado Trail (parentheses 486 miles, Denver to Is Durango),
3: about the
0: Denver to Durango. No, there's a there's a Colorado Trail. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's, it's actually a part of the CDT. Oh
3: yes, 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 yeah. yeah when you yeah.
0: hike the Continental Divide, you will yeah. hike the. Uh, it's right, just, right, yeah, yeah.
1: I was crossing through the Snow Mesa area and decided on a large dose of mushrooms, probably about 4.5 grams dried. It was early morning and the sun had not yet risen and I was hiking alone in this vast, wild wilderness, letting emotions flow through me. As the sunshine got over the top of the mountains, it poured into the valleys and flat tops all around me. Snow Mesa is a lot of up and down, crossing some of the best terrain in all of Colorado. At one point, I crossed paths with a couple hiking the opposite direction, but I was kind of too fried to actually chat so we passed with a smile and a wave. So far, I'm riveted. This is like almost Ferris wheel, almost but there's Ferris no Pakistanis. Yeah. Later, I crossed another pair of hikers who I stopped and took a picture with. Now, don't you feel foolish, Isaiah? I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm on the edge. <laughs> that day, I hike around 28 miles. It seems good day. All, like a pretty It's a pretty thing. good day,
0: but in that area, in in those mountains, it's not. It's easier to go longer distances because it's very gradual ups and very gradual downs. 28 miles on the East Coast is nuts. It's like you, you fucking, you might do one 28 mile day in your entire through hike. Maybe. And I never did. I think the most I did was like a 22 or 23. So
1: do you think you could ever hike 28 miles and cry and laugh and roll naked in the grass and let the beauty of Colorado really consume you? That, that sounds, seems delightful. Like sounds delightful. Sounds yeah. delightful. Yeah. Sounds like a lot in one day, is what I'm saying. It just shows you how. On How
0: mushrooms. easy it is to hike in Colorado. Like, <laughs> mm.
2: That's
0: what it says. That was a very, that's a very benign fucking story. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Greg was saying. There's I also, it's not
1: done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. Premature being cutting off. I also would like to tell you about an experience I had with a Pakistani boy on a Ferris wheel. Uh-oh. It was magical and one of my most profound experiences to date. <laughs> You may have gotten an email from me last week. I think
0: the universe is imploding. I
3: there's no way. Magically. I want to see the text. I want to Mad- see the text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, there was a Magically. there was somebody that did that uh, on this show where we were posting them in Sarasota, and every time we posted, he was like, "I've got a crazy story where my blood type has changed." completely. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that. it was really crazy. And that uh, is that a thing? Yeah, we the first time he ever uh, emailed us, you were here. It was it was just before we got the. Um, uh, summer xxx he emailed when i put it out then he emailed he's i got a crazy story my blood type changed completely from some he had a crazy blood transfusion for a really rare form of cancer but yeah. it changed his blood type entirely which is like it is he got so
1: many transfusions uh,
0: i think it was just like one that they had to do it was like some one really wild thing that they had to do well, it was like some yeah some kind of blood that can't be good for i mean he's uh, it's good for, for him he's not, he's not dead yeah to get that much changed blood
1: it's a lot of blood in your body, no? I oh, don't know vampires do. We're not be talking 10W30 right. 10, 10 to 10W40 for the winter. Nah. <laughs> I mean, your dick is never Bad. getting hard again. That's what we're talking about.
0: That's, I mean, well, the guy's alive. Or
1: it is never
0: going to un-stonify. I don't know what's worse. I, I don't know what's worse. Uh, Christy?
4: What do you want? What's Let's your... ask Christy what's worse. <laughs> Christy, what is worse? She definitely knows.
0: Always soft or always hard, Christy?
4: What's worse? Yeah. Now look, Everybody I can't get hard,
3: but I can come. Do you remember that uh, um right. What's it? Uh, what? Tim and Eric. Yeah. It was a Tim and Eric like Tim and Eric that weird sketch show. There was one line that my friend Gabe always reminds me and it's when he goes, "Now look, I can't get
0: hard, but I can come." And it's always a, come. It's such a weird thing to say. Would you rather be hard always, right? and never be able to come right. or you can't get hard but you can come? I yeah.
4: mean, I'm I'm a lady so I'd probably choose, choose the, the rock the comic is your kind. you nice that. i think the answer to the question
1: says i am a female or i am a
0: right
4: right <laughs> uh what do you want what is your story or ufo
0: oh let's do the ufo one u f o finally all right that fits in with the space force
4: me and my three cousins had built a platform off the ground so the snakes wouldn't crawl in our sleeping bags Good decision. It, <laughs> it was about nine at night when, in the distance, we seen four or five lights, <laughs> miles away, shoot darting across the skies, and it'll flashable... What the fuck? And it'll flashable moment, one of those lights shot right over the top of us, approximately 20 feet above us, and shine the light down on us, and then, just like it appeared, it disappeared. There was a light that we could feel heat from. If you want more info, let me know. Thanks. Yeah, that um, was
3: pretty interesting.
2: No I'd Ferris like wheel? Either, Did you miss you know, the Ferris wheel part? Can you me. read that? <laughs> I think
0: there was something about a, a wheel. That is... I would I would kind of like to talk to those people because I guarantee it wasn't just a flash. So I think it's it, it says something like it was like 9 at night when they saw it. I guarantee yeah. when the thing... It was like... What they talked about was probably 3 minutes... And if I would, if you would ask, well, what time was it after they left? They'd be like, "Oh, it was like four in the morning the next day." Yeah, it's always how it is. Yeah, that's uh, always how it is. And but they had some kind of weird sunburns too. From, yep, yep. That's the abduction story, right? That is. Couldn't
2: sit down
4: I for two an days. I abduction story that wasn't very exciting.
0: Well, that's the thing. A lot of these people, it's blocked out. The memories are screened, so that's what they experience. That's what they they explain as their experience. But what really happened? Well. You know, I'd go on Pornhub or something, <laughs> you know, I,
3: a lot of my, a lot of my sleep paralysis that I, you know, so I actually, it's so weird I bring this up. I had it last week for the first time in like probably all year. I don't really get it as often as I get older, but I used to have it a lot when I was younger. And there's like one of my recurring sleep paralysis things was like an alien abduction and it was so real
4: dude i would love that sleep paralysis fucking blows but i feel yeah. like if i had an alien abduction yeah one, that would be it was
3: weird cool. it would always be like uh, i would wake up to the sound at the time i, I lived in a uh small uh kind of like studio apartment and uh, i would wake up to the sound of the tv like mm-hmm. and then like i'd look over at the clock to see what time it was because it's back when i actually had an alarm clock you know not my phone and uh, the numbers would be all jagged. distorted yeah. yeah and then uh uh, I would able be able to, when I say look, I'd be able to move my eyes. Obviously, I can't move my body, and uh, then the door would like open in a super unnatural way. Like the handle wouldn't move, you know. It would, it you know, like the, I don't know, it just open in an unnatural way, and then it was like really foggy, and like these two feet, fi- like figures. And then Michael Jackson comes in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then these two figures would walk in. What kind of figures? Um, it's hard to explain. Like they, they like look
4: dark. Just as
3: ambiguous as it possibly could be, like vaguely human-shaped. Uh, Cubans sounds so, like Cubans. yeah vaguely human shaped uh black figures in uh, shrouded in mist and then they would like get closer and they became taller as they got over me and then but usually you knew they were
4: like aliens and not like I, demons or yeah negative. somehow like i just knew they were yeah.
3: aliens and uh by um, their cocks yep and then i <laughs> you know as usual when you have sleep paralysis one of the things you're trying to do is scream for help mm-hmm. and usually that scream jostles you awake and so i always like do that and i I you know I scream I jostle myself awake and then you're like how long was I here you know you like yeah. look at your body because it's like what's it's, real what's not yeah it's so you're like do I have a mark did that you know was I abducted mm-hmm. I don't think I was you know I think it was just sleep paralysis but it's a it's a jarring experience dude the does, screams never
4: wake way. me up it's like you always try and scream nothing comes out nothing comes out people are around you and like and then you finally shoot up and you're like and then you try and scream and even then nothing comes out when you're awake yeah for, just me, sucks. It's terrifying. for me for
3: yeah. me I think call it like the Stephen Hawking yeah, effect yeah it's rough. Oh you guys have all imagine living your life like.
1: Have that. you guys all had this?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. intensely. Sleep paralysis. It's yes. Pretty rough. It's the worst. It's The worst. I've
1: sometimes had that thing. It's not quite as intense, but like when I'm laying down and then I just like.
4: No, oh, I yeah. lose my pretty balance. Pretty you know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: I feel like I was like falling off. That's something. just that's
0: just being
3: drunk. You know what's really funny? <laughs> about I, I do sometimes get Actually, it standing up. I too. gotta tell you guys this. Just since we're on this little tangent, I had never even heard of sleep paralysis until I was about 19. And Isaiah, I used to go to the library every Sunday and check out a book and read it. And I was reading a book about sleep. And Isaiah asked me if it talked about sleep paralysis. I never heard of it, never had it. Or at least to my knowledge. Um, I asked my mom about it recently. She said I did used to have nightmares. But anyways, the point is is that um, after Isaiah told me about it, I started getting
4: it. I feel like that's the story that he said something similar where somebody told you about an experience and then yeah. it started happening to you. Which and so, but, but, but I was
0: actively trying to make it happen as well. Now
4: it happens all the time. But,
0: now, and now it won't stop.
3: But my friend Cody that I worked with, he... Uh, Cody
1: Stevenson. Cody
3: Stevenson. <laughs> Tampa. Um, I, uh, I told him about it. He had never heard of it, never had it. Two weeks later, he had his first episode and he still happens to him this day. I'm convinced that it is like... Something
0: happening. It's, it, it's, yeah. it's it's like the game.
2: Yeah, you're, no, you're only playing. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> so good bitch. Ten not. year
0: win streak. Ten <laughs> year win streak. <laughs> uh, uh, you heard it here. It's yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. You know, you don't know it's happening or it doesn't happen until it's like been brought up or something. That's, right. And
3: maybe I have had that experience before, but but um, didn't know what because, it was. And because or... I wasn't aware of it, maybe it yeah. wasn't as intense. But now that there's a name
0: to it and mm-hmm. a context to it, it's like, oh shit. Yeah yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty so it's worst though. feeling ever. yeah it really is uh we have one one more it's a small one i don't remember exactly what it says i still uh, have one more oh wait so let's do i'll do this one and then we'll go back to miss griffy uh it says my name is redacted for the sake of the, no my name <laughs> is aaron for the sake of the story i have and have many but i have and i have many but this one happened two days before christmas at a commune in Missouri with a bank robber, a supposed missing person. Wait, which
4: prompt is this? Uh, psychedelics. Okay.
0: Uh Yeah. Uh, it happened two days before Christmas at a commune in Missouri with a bank robber, a supposed missing person, and three friends using mushrooms with something that sent all sent they all through the craziest experience. Please email me. What do you guys think? Huh? Email.
1: Yeah, I'm with Christy. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> Next.
0: Even if it's bullshit, I feel like it might be entertaining. It probably is with the bank robber. Yeah. I got a cool bank robber story. Yeah. What about... what? We got one more. And this is the last of the Craigslist. Just comics. a
4: what is your story. <clears throat>
0: oh, here we go. Oh,
4: you sent me this one. This one's weird. Only because... Just start reading it. Okay. Hi, yeah. I saw your ad online. My name is Christy spelled exactly like my name which is not a very common way to spell lame. it lame i'm 31 years old same age i'm also 31 whoa <laughs> i'd be happy to do a facetime tomorrow
0: she facetimes all the time oh, I Love Facetime.
4: <laughs> or regular call as the story is too much to type basically my mom died from a murder when which i was nine almost
0: combines two of her stories almost <laughs>
4: My mom died from a murder when I was nine and my father in prison. At age four, I said I was going to become a pageant. And later in life, I did. I became a mother of two boys, lived the VC world. Did we ever figure out what VC I world is? I never looked it up. Be it
0: or, it or venture capitalist. Venture capitalist. Two very what different what things.
4: Either one is. come from what she's talking Worked in tech, traveled the world, and currently live on a for- farm. Happy to discuss more over the phone. I'm from California. Feel free to call whenever works for you best. You got to respond Christy. to
1: that ASL.
2: Nothing ASL.
0: else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every single person just gets ASL. Send locations. Please. Uh, also, and then I send them. I have, a, uh, I have a large amount of money I need to get out of a bank account. I will, I'll split it with you. I just need your routing numbers. Um, okay, guys. If... Any of these stories appeal to you? You liked any of these, or the ones on the end, or the ones from the last episode, or maybe you have a story of your own. You can send that all to roadsodamail at gmail.com. So if you like one of these, tell us which one, and we'll try to get that person on. Roadsodamail at gmail.com. And we also like to hear hear your story.
1: Where's that address they could send if they want to buy mushrooms again?
0: That's a Road Soda Shrooms. Road Soda Shrooms. Mm-hmm. Road Soda
1: Shrooms.
0: Road Shrooms? I'm sorry, that was already taken. (laughs) That one was already taken. Shrooms still... This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Schmittler's Pest Control. Schmittler's Pest Control Company specializes in shrew extermination and are the number one pest control company in the Tri-County area. Hello, I am Randolph Schmittler. The hook-nosed shrew is a foul pest. Our eradication techniques are what people would call... through. We march through your neighborhood and put marks on doors of households infested with the shrews. Then we gather them all together, isolating them from the other populations. The trick is to break the spirit of the shrew. After that, we put them to work building tiny little camps. Finally, we come to our final solution. Many people say they have never heard of a shrew infestation, and to that, we say, you're welcome. Schmidtler's Pest Control, call for a consultation today.
2: Millennial Book Club.
0: Millennial Book Club, Club. Mammalian Broom Caterers. I hear if you pay them about four hundred and fifty dollars, they can show up to your house with a broom or a machete, <laughs> whatever you want, and they'll cater to any mammals' sexual needs in the premises.
3: Come on down to m- Mammalian Broom Caterers. We got brooms and we use them on mammals. If you got reptiles, get the fuck, get the the fuck out of here. We don't want any reptiles.
0: That's weird shit with reptiles. Also, if you wear an underwear, we'll rub it around the underwear. We'll put it under your nose. And wild prices will not be beaten
3: And if they are, tell us who beat them, and we'll we'll kill we'll them. Beat them. We'll beat them. And we'll beat them. They need to learn their place, cause we're mammalian. And now, coming to our Inglewood location, parrotalian. If you got a parrot, we'll rub brooms on it. There you go.
4: It said to stroke it with a broom.
0: Stroke it. Stroke.
3: The parents <laughs> like to be rubbed. She
4: was
0: a new hire. She's a new hire. <laughs> we don't. Know. We gotta
1: get her out of here. Get her out of here.
0: <laughs> and this is the millennial book club segment where we're just fucking watching Netflix originals. We choose a Netflix original only, and then uh, you guys watch it. We all watch it, and then we talk about it. So this week was Space Force. And um, we had somebody write in, and they said, uh, "I guess they must have listened to last week's episode because they said Space Horse." I couldn't find Space Horse on Netflix. I watched Bojack Horseman, but there was no space travel. What I was, what I was able to do was go to the dollar store and buy some horse figurines and put them on, put them in front of the TV while I watched Spaceballs. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Regretfully yours, Jafiel dos San, Santorino.
3: Jafiel sounds like a great guy. Jafielio, like Rafael, I'm
0: sorry. Jafelio <laughs> dos yes. Santorino. Oh, he really right. Aurelia <laughs> Reserve. Joel. This guy, I mean, if you had to if you had Why to. Why does say he say words,
3: regretfully yours?
0: He hates himself. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, if if I had to say Space Force was like anything, it's like putting up a couple of horse figurines in front of your TV while you watch Spaceballs. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> On actually, I'm uh, I'm gonna save my opinion for the very end. Did everybody watch? I actually watched all of it with Mandy. Really? Okay. Really?
3: I mean, we started watching it before the we decided for it to mm-hmm. be the NBC, and uh, I think over the past three weeks, maybe we've watched like an episode or two every week.
0: Yeah. And I here's my feeling about it. We're I actually I thought you were
4: going to save it till the very end.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, my uh, my final <laughs> opinion of, Look, I don't need this, okay? <laughs> we're getting this. So what a what a um if from from you watched it all. Mhm. When you watched the first episode, what did you think when you watched the first episode?
3: I was very excited. I thought that it was um uh, I thought it was funny. I liked the characters, and um, one thing I really like about it is like whatever lookup table they're using. I love the color gradient and like the you know the way it's filmed. You yeah, know what that means? Lookup uh, table. So I don't know a lot about film. Um,
0: We're all not in this. And sag. also,
3: this is also a uh, like poser way to do it. Obviously, like a professional fucking person would do this all by hand. But a lookup table is something that you can set up to basically say like. Um, hey, I want this color to have this contrast and colors of this shade to have this way. It's why like when you watch your favorite show, like Game of Thrones looks like Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's like, like the, the tone. The tone, right. Like, Literally. yeah, and so like I really like <clears throat> their aesthetic. I also really like their um there's a fancy word in film called liaison scene, and it basically means um the placement of the scene, right? So many times when you see an office it's like an office, right? It's got a yeah. pencil, it's got a phone and a desk. You can, fee, you know, feasibly say like, yes, this is an office, right? But it doesn't seem like someone works there, you know. And so, like, I feel like this show had good liaison scene. I felt like the houses looked lived in. There might be like a coat draped over the couch instead of like right. a, you know what I mean? Like, Pristine yeah, exactly. Kind of, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It, I, I like the scenes. I like the color. I like the way it was filmed. Um, I like the pacing of the jokes. You know, um, it wasn't like. I don't think it was super good you know i'm saying all these good things i don't think it was like an excellent show it's not groundbreaking yeah exactly but i it's uncommon for me to laugh out loud and i would say at least one episode i laughed out loud or every episode i laughed out loud at least once sometimes twice okay so for me that's a win um most of those laughs came from my favorite character which was the scientist and one of my favorite things
0: about it is they it left john malkovich
3: Fucking right good right choice and they <laughs> and they made him like amb- ambiguously homosexual like they made some references to it but they never really confirmed like hey and i like that i like when there's representation without like like sometimes Taxation. right now especially <laughs> right but right now especially because of like these times and like these movements there's like an in-your-face trans character. Yeah, there's for an sure. in-your-face yeah. gay character. You know, there's like these caricatures of people, and actually almost characters hurt. is a great way to put it. It yeah. almost hurts because it's like, hey, here's a stereotype in your face. We'll shove you it underneath. yeah
1: We care. Look, yeah. we put him in here. Right. He's fucking wearing a fucking sash, even though he's right. a ghetto. Right. I see it.
4: both sides of it, but yeah.
3: Yeah, I do. I do for sure. Um, uh, I agree with you, Christy. But you know, for this character, I really liked that it was kind of like ambiguous. It's like, is he gay or not? But also that the ambiguity wasn't a joke. Like there's another show I'm yeah. there's another show I'm right, watching right now, and the joke is these are two guys afraid to admit they're gay, and being gay is is weak, or you know what I mean, like yeah. So it's ambiguity without mocking it, mm-hmm. and so I really like that. His character was great. I loved his confidence. I loved his little one-liners, and um, yeah, I loved I loved his character. As a matter of fact, I would say him and um, uh, Jimmy O Yang's character, the mm-hmm. Asian scientist, those are the two people who really carried the show for me. I think the rest of the people kind of phoned it in, you know? Yeah, it was like
4: big names. I was expecting it to yeah. be a lot more, but that's like the mm-hmm. best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. definitely didn't carry the weight of it for sure. It was like Steve
0: Carell and another thing and he wants me... To, oh, yeah, fucking get me in there. Jane Lynch. It had uh, Patrick Warbner. Warb- Warb- Wait, Warb- is
3: Jane Lynch uh, Phoebe Phoebe from Friends? That's no. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow,
0: thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in it. She was in it. Which here's... So I only watched two episodes, I believe. Maybe the third one started. I don't I don't remember. But it, I didn't... And I think I would appreciate it more if I watched the whole thing, but I didn't. It, it didn't. It was very quite. It was quite jarring when they moved to Colorado mm. and then his wife's in jail and there's no explanation, which yeah. is obviously a, a big fucking device. And they're they're doing. It's not like it's right. an oversight. They're trying to hook it. They're trying yeah. to hook it and be like, what the fuck happened? Like, mm-hmm. what what's why? Why did that happen? Um, but uh, dude, I thought I just missed something. I got up to take a piss. I and thought I so yeah. at first. Why she was in jail? <laughs> not, it doesn't. It, it didn't explain it. <laughs> Uh also uh Fred Willard made it into that. Fred he was very active. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Willard was mm-hmm. active in his, his later years. Um who played the Who played what's his name's father, uh, Steve Carell's father. So Yeah. Um Greg, Did you
3: did you see by any chance the episode with the monkey and the dog? Yeah, yeah I think okay. that was the second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. That was really it was entertaining, yeah. That was what funny. Did, what did you what did you think? How how'd it go?
1: Uh you know, I thought it was uh kind of a formulaic you know comedy show it was like the office and sp- with with him being the the guy thrusting sp- i i thought it was f- it was funnier than i thought it had more yeah. depth than i thought some mm-hmm. of the stuff that he did some of the things they did were funny one thing that was kind of funny for me you brought up the john malkovich thing like john malkovich is like a pretty big fucking actor he's been in some serious shit when i think about some roles that he's been in i'm like he's He's like a serious actor. Here he is being this guy that was like a side, a side story in this fucking comedy show. The same week since we did the last show, when we were watching Space Force, I for whatever reason I do a movie once in a while with the kids, and uh, we watched
0: Being John Malkovich, Con Air. Mm, That's (laughs) different. Have you ever seen Con Air? That's a little different. Wait, is John John Malkovich in Con Air? (laughs) Yeah, with fucking Nicholas Cage. He's
1: the fucking. He's the like lead bad guy in Con Air. He's Cy the Destroyer. He no, plays Psy the... the something. He's like the the mind. He's like a huge guy. At one point, like my favorite line from Con Air, is he's the he's like the mastermind fucking guy that runs the whole operation. And there's a guy that like turns tables on him. Mm-hmm. And he goes to he's gonna kill the guy, and the guy's like, "Oh my god, Sai, Sai, Sai!" As he's about to shoot him, and he, the guy says "Sai," and he goes Onara.
0: and shoots like, him. Oh. <laughs> they wrote <laughs> his god. entire the name. The reason he was named Sai was my for that my
1: favorite line. thing about Con Air. Why it's over the top? If you remember, it's a Nick Cage movie. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a nice guy in the army. Uh, he's trying to come back from like some leave to meet his girlfriend, who's like a waitress. These guys are super over the top aggressive, and he fights, but he's, you know, he's like, cool about it. No, we're just going to dance, even though those guys are being super aggressive or whatever. Fucking you kid, bro. She's like, don't kill him, don't kill him. He's like, all right, we'll just dance. Then in the parking lot, the guys are like murderers, evidently, and they try and kill him, and he beats one of the guys to death. Now, he's in jail. They have to do this whole segment in, like, four minutes to, like, do the whole movie. Why is he in this maximum security right. thing? He's such a good guy. So, anyway... Fuck all that. The end of the movie is great. When, when John Malkovich dies, it's one of the most over-the-top death scenes. The plane lands in Las Vegas on the Strip. It's like a fucking huge plane. <laughs> lands on the Strip. The cops are all there trying to get him. And Nick Cage is like the only guy that like can get John Malkovich. Psy, whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember his name. And uh, he chases him down. They're, like, on a fire truck. Nick Cage is on a motorcycle and catches up to the fire truck and climbs onto the back of the ladder. And he's trying to, like, hit him with a broom handle or whatever. Mm -hmm. All this shit happens. He He ends up handcuffing John Malkovich to the top of the fire ladder. They put it way up. And then he smashes him into, like, this... Bo- this this crosswalk that goes the breezeway that right. goes over the road. He goes through the breezeway, falls over the back. There's like power lines, like it was supposed to be like to believe it's like massive high voltage power lines. The oh, right yeah. on the strip in Las Vegas, like a two minute drive from the strip.
0: I know they land their fucking felony plane in the middle of the strip.
1: <laughs> that's and then, something that's like that's ridiculous, but that could happen, right? This next But the part, power lines? The power lines are ridiculous. And then he goes through the power lines and he falls under a conveyor belt that happens to be on like a stone pulverizer. <laughs> which, you know, you ever been to that casino where right behind it there's a twenty-four seven. Sometimes they do stone construction. <laughs>
3: So his name was Cyrus the Virus.
1: Cyrus the Virus. Oh. I need Cyrus to the Virus. Cyrus the fucking. So, he, he, so this thing, he's not dead yet, by the way. He should be pretty much dead anyway. But he's earlier. Cyrus the fucking Virus. He flies through this thing, even though he's handcuffed. So I guess his hand came off. The, he goes through this breezeway. Right. Through the power lines. Okay. Extensive power lines. Right. Lands on a conveyor belt in the stone pulverizer that's operating at 10 o'clock at night on the las vegas trip two minute drive from a casino and he gets pulverized because it's a bunch of stones And he lands on the conveyor and he's just and all he of a sudden him. out of gas and the pulverizer thing and hits then he gets head.
0: built into the brick wall of the fucking caesar's palace <laughs> best line. i've seen
1: the movie sayonara say, say. Say, sayonara oh man so that's john malkovich looking great So that's soccer.
0: john malkovich now
1: right. i know Whole so, I, I don't know, just to see him in both those roles in the same week is like... And knowing that like the entire arc of his career was between that and this. Yeah. It was kind of powerful the... for me because, you know, he had a good role in this. He was funny. He's like the voice of reason. Steve Carell is like the army guy, you know, constantly. You brought up the, um, the, the best episode that I saw. I think I saw three of them. The best one is when the Chinese satellite... Spec- goes out of its way to clip their satellite, and they have mm. to like reconnect shit. Yeah. Jimmy O Yang is one of the scientists. Psy, the virus, aka John Malkovich, is trying to is trying to figure out how they can get this the satellite back hooked up together. And there's a monkey and a dog on the
0: satellite. No, there was a monkey and a dog that was launched up into space two weeks prior. Two weeks and prior. And it was a secret mission that they didn't want to tell anybody about because they did it literally just for the YouTube footage. Right. And which is so really, it, all of that is really, really funny.
3: Oh, what about Ben Schwartz character?
1: He's great.
0: Ben Fuck Schwartz boys. character was Fuck so boys, fucking
3: called? good. He was the um, their uh, PR and social media manager. Right. And um, he, uh, he had a, a bunch of great lines and a, a great attitude of like, I love when he gets fired and he just doesn't leave. And he's like, well, I mean, there's fired and then there's fired. No, no, you're fired.
1: No, again. he doesn't I get photo. fired. He gets like put him in the brig. Until no, 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 no. no. Literally,
3: there, there's an episode where he gets fired. He's like, uh, Steve Carell's character is sick of him and is like, get get out. You're fired. I'm done. And then later in the episode, he's like, walking by, he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I, I mean, I felt like you know, I was fired but you know then there's like a you're fired you know i just didn't i didn't really know what it was and he's like no you were definitely fired it's like we'll just feel it out we're just, <laughs> and, and, and he just like keeps deflecting it and then uh he's around the whole rest of the season so he just never leaves um and they don't bring the joke up again but there's always from that point on, like a lot more tension between him and Steve Carell's character, and uh, which are yeah, it's
0: it's pretty funny. If it's the person I'm thinking about, I like I like. Too. It was
3: um, it was John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, Ben Schwartz. Okay, was yeah. he wearing like the the, the gray suit, suit all suit? the time? Yeah, skinny time. guy with the suit. He was the one. Um, I don't know if you saw the episode where they were trying to let the first lady, which was supposed to be Ivanka, um, uh, design the spacesuits, and they were all, like incredibly gaudy and non-functional. No, I didn't and that that. that <laughs> sounds great though. His his, yeah. char- his it was a really good episode, and his character is like, um just like going with everything and then um uh steve Krell's like kind of uh office admin the guy that his receptionist is trying to be like well you know we'll see we'll take your advice and then uh uh, his character would jump in on the speakerphone we love it it's going to be great send us what you got (laughs) send us everything we got and it's all like gaudy designer type stuff it's pretty funny uh
0: christy what did you how'd you feel about it
4: I have like nothing to say, but a lot to say at the same time. The fact that we went on a Conair tangent, I'm trying to describe this, <laughs> I never thought... says a lot for me. Right. It's just pretty forgettable. But I was really excited to watch it because I love Steve Carell and I feel like it's such a star-studded cast. You like think it's going to be awesome.
1: Loaded cast.
4: Yeah. And then when they say it's like from the producers of The Office, I'm like, okay, thank God they said that because if they didn't, I'd have been like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm also one of those people where if I'm going to watch a movie or watch a show, I have to watch a trailer. I need to know the tone. I need to know what kind of humor or like what the overall feeling is going to be. Otherwise, I don't enjoy how long it's going to take. Yeah. For me to understand what it's going to be. So once I saw the trailer, I was like, fuck, this is going to suck. (laughs) <laughs> um but almost in like a tropic thunder kind of way like that's just not my thing i feel like it's like a dude's movie yeah or, like a dudes, a dude's show movie. so where i'm like trying to watch it but like nothing's sticking for right. me you know what i mean so i was like
1: not aimed at you at all yeah the it's, vagina is almost like not yeah impervious to this type of comedy
4: yeah it's just like a, a dude's thing so then we watched like the first episode and i was like barely paying attention but then afterwards, all the jokes kind of like started to stick, and then I wanted to watch it more, and we didn't, no. but like...
1: Would that be when they brought the troubled teen daughter in? Is that what kind of maybe piqued your interest a little bit?
4: Okay, no, but... <laughs> 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 no, no, I'd watch more of it, but I think it was kind of like underwhelming, or like the style of mm-hmm. comedy that's super overdone, mm-hmm. where it's like supposed to be funnier, but like not really laughing that much. Yep. But I love everybody that's in it, so...
1: Less calm, more rum. So what I'm Less- saying.
4: All right. No.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you're
1: doing this. Being Craig.
4: super you're judged by you're... my puss right now.
0: I can't believe you're even acknowledging her gender. That was one of my favorite lines. How rude of you gender. to assume. That was one of my favorite lines in the they were uh, at like the meeting of all the generals of all the different branches and Jane Lynch was one of the generals and uh, Steve Carell says something about cuz the guy the general of the Navy, no the yeah, the general of the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Was like intimidating Steve, and he was using a tampon as a like a. He's like I'm I'm gonna I'm like a tampon. I I can't remember what it was, but he was like talking about absorbing. He's got like, yeah, I'm gonna absorb your your branch like the like a tampon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And he's like that's uh that's actually pretty feminine He's like I don't know they spend all day inside a vagina in a vagina <laughs> in a vagina. <laughs> and then he says something towards Jane and then jane says you acknowledge my gender one more time i'm gonna fuck you in your ass (laughs) and i thought i was like that's such a that was a really funny line and now another word from our sponsors do you want to walk in the park but don't have a reason to dick diamonds used pet sales i've got dogs cats horses once we even had a giraffe Stop by Dick Diamond's used pet sales. Our pets are cheap and reliable, and all our pets are just like new and gently used. <laughs> we got a hamster from my son, Timmy, and it lived for six months. It only died cause it was eaten by our cat. That we also got from Dick. What's really sad is that the cat choked to death on the hamster. Timmy was hysterical. Thankfully, we got the diamond warranty plan and Dick set us up with a replacement gerbil and parrot in no time. Don't spend top dollar for new pets. I've got perfectly good ones right here. Dick Diamond's used pet sales. I thought it was a sleeper and not a sleeper, but like you you needed to get through the first kind of yeah. episode to get a feel for the characters. For yep. sure. I wanted yeah. to
4: watch it after a couple, but the first couple I thought were a little painful.
0: Yeah, yeah. And because you it's almost like you've seen all these people before. You've seen the office, you've seen things that you love, and then you turn it on and it's something you have no experience with. You you there's nothing to place it. There's But like in The Office new. that style of
4: comedy is so effortless, and mm-hmm. that's what makes it so wonderful where it just was like that same style applied, but it just felt very forced. I think The Office is yeah.
1: a little bit more relatable cuz like all the characters in The Office, you're like, "Oh, I know that person. I know that person." Right. This is like Four Star Generals and shit. I loved by the way the star power that's in the room right. when they're all general yeah, like all every generals. one of those people even the right. Coast guard guy they're like get the fuck out the of here, Coast out guard. here. he's get like it. the guy that almost is Jim Gaffigan but not quite that's yeah. like his role can remember yeah. the
0: what what's his, I don't remember what his name is but yeah he's a big he's a he's like Jim Gaffigan Jim, Jim Gaffigan second
3: I keep hearing all these like comparisons to the office and to be honest I didn't see it um it's I, just, yeah. I think some of the beats of the comedy were similar, but like, I I don't see any of the parallels that people are drawing to the office. The, the office was, you know, a faux reality television, right. Or documentary, you know? And so with, without the talking head interviews and without the like, um, Without the documentary style filming, like I, I don't think it really felt like The Office at all, right? Like these were, you know, cinema. I think cinematic that's exactly where the problem stuff.
0: comes from. That's with, what I was saying too. Yeah, like is, when they
4: say that it's from the producers of The Office, right. then you like create all of these connections. Right. or Maybe it's like a set of and expectations. Then, where's Jim? Don't where's exist, Pam? Like, is you know I mean? in the office?
0: Yeah. Who the Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's why you... you, Okay, has Steve Carell and producers of The Office, you're immediately like, I'm expecting Office in Space, and it starts, and it's nothing like it. It is a comedy, but it's its own thing. Even Steve Carell's character is not the same as Michael Scott. No, not even close. By any means.
1: I mean, he's got a little bit of Michael Scott going. He was kind of, I don't know, in the face of reality doing shit when he's like doing the dog and monkey thing. That was... Yeah, that was pretty fucking Michael Scott.
0: Yeah, it was a little. It was definitely his his Steve Carell. I'm Steve Carell. I thought it was more forty year old virgin grew all the way up to be a fucking yeah. Grew all the way up to be uh, a four star general. It's just that I'm awkward. I've always been super straight laced, super by the books, and um, it was. I mean, it that's all it took was just. I, when it started playing, you know you have all these expectations of it being something, and then it's never it never meets any of those expectations. You have to work through that and wait till you grow something with each one of these characters, and then the jokes start landing and the whole feel of everything. I watched mm-hmm.
1: though like the first six episodes and Jim and Pam get married in the six episode, so stay mm-hmm. with it. It does come yeah. back to the office.
0: They will yes, Jim and Pam they make an appearance. <laughs> they work in the the married on the They're lunch ladies, <laughs> both of them. So how about? I mean, what do you? I'll, I'll go ahead. And I I'm gonna say watch it if it's there. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and open it up with watch it if it's there. And also, if you need a comedy that's just like a super safe middle of the road comedy, like that's your. It's something that could easily be on maybe Fox or or um, ABC right yeah, now. Yeah, if they
3: cut out the fuck words.
0: Yeah, all the fucks and in, in, uh, yeah, exactly. Wasn't so that it's, much it's, language? There was did, a little yeah, bit of language. They did, yeah, they did have language, mm-hmm. and that's because you know they have free reign, which makes it a little more real. A little more, um I like that. So it does, I think this kind of show is the perfect show for Netflix to draw people in who like, i have been on cable. I'm a CBS, NBC, Fox person. Those are the shows I like. Fuck Netflix. What do they have? Oh, they got the guy from The Office. And then you'll move over there and you'll start watching this. And it has that same kind of middle of the road feel. They're not doing anything crazy. They're not fucking making any racial jokes or anything like that. It's right down the middle of the road. It's a comedy that fits with just about there are black people that. in it but they're not
1: addressed in any way so it'll cover
0: all your bases right it'll, it, everybody who likes the nbc or n yeah nbc and and CBS or
1: nbc and or the nbc whatever or, it's for or bet whatever you know yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god
3: so yeah i agree i actually i think that this is probably one of the best examples of watch it if it's there that i've ever been a part of on okay the podcast. Yeah. because uh mandy and i i actually played hearthstone battlegrounds and she played a uh, grindstone and so we were actually just like playing games on our phone kind of like I would watch because you know with Battlegrounds you don't have to be so active exactly yeah, so I would yeah, like time, I I'd like yeah I would like uh, you know recruit and then just kind of watch and then just kind of see how I was doing and, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like any of the bits or these plot lines were so complicated that if you got up to go to the, use the bathroom and came back you'd be lost except so, for when his wife gets put in jail <laughs> and, yeah, and you yeah. Miss every, if you miss which that split which you miss, no matter what because yeah <laughs> that's right so, uh, so, yeah, what do you think?
1: Uh, I just feel like, you know, you turn your Netflix on, and if you can't decide what's on, it's going to be on. There it was, go. like, completely stuffed down your throat. It was, like, the the day that we picked it, it was the number one thing there. And Netflix has this way of, like, you've got Netflix on, you haven't picked, it's Here, coming It's on.
0: playing. All right, episode two, coming up. It's playing, yeah.
1: I don't know what the hell the match was for me. I mean, I liked it. I would say watch it if it's there. If you're into The Office, you'll like it. It's not <laughs> groundbreaking. It's not anything challenging. It was funny. Right. And uh, but it was kind of networky, there was a little swearing, but it was like very it was very networky. Yeah. I
0: which I mean is perfect for them. That's what they want. They need those middle ground shows to bring people over and expose them because that's that's the big problem right now. So many people are are stuck with their their the the cable television showing up for those shows and they just don't they need those shows that kind of escort people over to their platform so it's a genius thing i mean hulu's got it easier because hulu literally has those shows on their platform and then you're there and then like well here's our content that we paid a little less for and um so netflix is i think it's a good idea for them i like it middle of the road what do you think
4: i guess watch it if it's there in a way where you like put something on in the background that you don't really care if you miss but i could have also fucking spared myself Mm. But like, I love those people, so if it's on in the background, you're like doing dishes or doing some bitch shit with my gaping vagina, like it's cool in the background, people I like, sometimes it's funny, but... We
1: don't actually advocate washing the dishes with your <laughs> vagina, okay? <laughs>
4: Making a sandwich, I'm sorry.
1: With your vagina. <laughs> you make a sandwich with your vagina, but don't wash the fucking dishes, that's ludicrous.
4: Yeah, I guess watch it if it's that's there. That's some cam girl shit. <laughs> she doesn't do anything weird. I
3: mean, she made a couple like grilled cheese with her pussy, but it's not that weird. <laughs> <It's> nothing crazy. <laughs> <It's> nothing crazy. <laughs>
0: There's a, there was a... I used to have this... He was the chorus teacher in high school, and he was—he loved just sick, twisted jokes, like to the point where uh, he probably could could get in some trouble. He's a great guy, though. No, he never did anything. It was that he was just overtly disgusting. And it was fun. We all we all fucking loved him. He older or a little like younger? No, no, right? no. He was an older dude. He was a little light in the loafers. He had a he had little a, light in the loafers. He was a little sweet.
4: A little sweet. I was little gonna sweet. say. Yeah. A little sweet.
0: And uh, but he was a, he was a really fucking great guy. He was really funny. And and so he I had his class, and I knew he liked these jokes. So I went up to his desk one day and I said, "Hey, I have a really good uh, joke for you." And he goes, "What is it?" And I was like, "What? Um, what does?" Uh, Oh shit, ha ah, fuck. Now I can't God remember. Damn it. Now I can't remember. Hold on, hold on. how how's it go? Um, <laughs> I said, why don't you ever go down on a girl the uh the the morning after? And he said, why? Because he doesn't know. He knows this. And I said, You ever try to pull apart a grilled cheese sandwich? <laughs> and he got so grossed out. <laughs> Sorry, I had to add on to the grilled cheese no, That's great um any hoots yeah so i would put it what do you guys what would you put it as would you put it watch it if it's there how did you feel about space force did you like it love it whatever you can write into road soda mail at gmail.com or you can call in and leave a message and that is 706-200-1213 leave a message about old uh you mm-hmm. know what's it called space force we got one and, and next week we yeah. Justin, it's your it's your uh, week. What do we got? So I picked something that I think is a
3: huge change of pace okay. for how the NBC usually is. I it, saw
2: all of them already.
3: Yeah. All right. Um, Ass Pirates. You're good <laughs> on oh, no. that. He saw so, it three
1: times. Oh, so, live three, action. baby. Right.
3: So, um, uh, anyways, yeah, I think it's a it's something that's a change of pace for the Millennial Book Club. Uh, and I have a backup if you guys don't want to do this, but this is my personal favorite thing to watch. I watch, I'll rewatch stuff like this all the time. And it's called Night on Earth. So it's a nature documentary uh, from the producers of Planet Earth and Planet Earth 2. Uh, and it, uh, it, they're using like new night vision technology and infrared stuff to show um, you know, nocturnal animals and also animals we previously thought to not be nocturnal and what their behavior at night is. So I think it'd be really cool. I think with everything going on in the world... It'd be cool to just yeah, watch some animals. Yeah, I love that choice. I've yeah. been really wanting to watch that, and that's and, a major change. And actually, you know, it's, it's really fun to watch them for the educational value, where you're, like, um, learning, uh, you know, about, about these different animals and stuff. But I actually like to uh, re-watch them, put them on mute, and then put on, like, some music and, like, watch it with some, like, cool music. And uh, so, yeah, I really like nature documentaries, and I think we should watch it.
0: Just for the sake of, uh, you know, sake of it. What's mm-hmm. the backup? What's the backup?
3: Uh, the backup would be F is for Family. Uh, they just had a new season out, so yeah, we can watch that. Four. Yeah, so we can watch F is for Family.
0: You know what? Let's do uh, Night on Earth. Yeah, you sure? Definitely. Let's do Night. I think it's such a, a, a departure from what we we've never done a nature thing. Yeah, we've never done any of that kind of educational mm-hmm. outside of what hundred humans is that educational? And um, so that's. Uh, I think we should. I think it could be some interesting conversation because we've. We've never done that conversation before, so next week, guys, we are going to talk about Night on Earth, not the Jim Jarmusch film, <laughs> but instead... The, that's what
1: I was thinking, actually.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, that's not Look, a, I remember the cabbie vignette,
1: but I don't remember the whole thing.
0: If it's a vignette, Greg's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yes, watch Night on Earth, and send your thoughts to road mail at gmail.com or call in 706-200-1213. BOOM! BANG! BOW! There it is! Another episode in the can. And we almost forgot that I also fucked up the rap segment. The segment at the end of the show where we wrap up everything. I also fucked that up, too. And, um... There's something else I fucked up. And, uh, only the four of us know it. I plan to bring it up in the intro of the next episode. Uh, Because everybody that's on the show, they know exactly, exactly what I fucked up. They know exactly what I fucked up, and, 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 um, you know what? That's just, sometimes it's just how it happens. I think it'll be something pretty funny, uh, but there's some explaining to do, and I'm Lucy, is how I do that. What did we learn on this episode, folks? What did we learn? We learned that in India... They don't kill monkeys for just about anything. Like I don't know what a monkey in India has to do to actually get killed. Uh, But apparently biting 250 people and killing one person is not enough. Um, They just put them in um, the zoo or jail. Whatever they want to call it, whatever they call it over there. That's what they do with them. And um, let's see, what else did we learn? That Space Force uh, is—it's a pretty good show. It's okay. It's right down the middle of the road. It's the show that, you know, Netflix really needs to bring over all that cable TV crowd, and I think it's going to work. It's okay. It's an okay show. Um, Be sure to watch Night on Earth next week. It's more of like a National Geographic type thing, Uh, and that will be for next week's episode of Road Soda. It'll be the Millennial Book Club segment, so watch that. And send your thoughts and all that kind of stuff to roadsodamail at gmail.com or you can call into the show 706-200-1213 Leave a message. We'd love to hear from ya. And we hope everybody has a beautiful week. Beautiful, beautiful week. We hope that you come back for episode 146 and that you know what? There's just one last thing to do, and that is tell everybody, hey, guess what? Go to bed early. How about that? This week, just go to bed early. See how you feel. You're going to feel great. You're going to feel amazing.